1: It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Make Your Bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Make Your Bed. Oh, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Have you ever heard of Margaret Mead? She was an American anthropologist and was considered one of the most influential anthropologists of the 20th century. Born in 1901, she was known for her studies that challenged the prevailing Western views of adolescence. Particularly so with her book Coming of Age in Samoa in 1928, she wrote extensively on a wide range of topics, including gender roles, child development, and cultural relativism. And many historians credit her with popularizing anthropology because her work had such a significant impact on the public understanding of human culture it changed the way that we studied it. She attended both Barnard College and Columbia University, where she studied anthropology. And after graduating Columbia in 1924, at 23, she conducted fieldwork in Samoa, where she studied adolescent girls. Her findings challenged the idea that adolescence was this universal, tragic experience. And the findings she published Argued that adolescence in Samoa was a time of relative freedom and exploration, and that young people really weren't as troubled as they often were in Western cultures. And this had such a profound impact on how people understood adolescence at the time, and it helped destigmatize the teenage years. And Meade went on to conduct fieldwork in many other parts of the world, including New Guinea and Bali and Mexico. And like many of the greats, she went on to hold teaching positions at Columbia University and the American Museum of Natural History. But in addition to her academic work, she was a prolific writer and an incredible public speaker. She wrote over 20 books and hundreds of articles, and appeared on radio and TV programs, and acted as a consultant to the United Nations and many other organizations. Though we shouldn't overlook the fact that she has had her fair share of controversies. Her work has been criticized for being unscientific at times and promoting a simplistic view of culture. But as we should have all learned by now, you can't have heroes, so just take notes. And she deserves credit for making anthropology a more accessible and public discussion. But let's be honest, anyone who can challenge harmful assumptions and stigmas that a lot of us Westerners hold deserves at least a high five. And she was able to do this because she was such a gifted writer and communicator and she was able to explain complex anthropological subjects and concepts in a way that was understandable to the general public, even if you hadn't been studying it your whole life like she had. But I do think it's really important to remember that when we boil down any subject to its generalities, we lose the reality that most shit isn't general. It's really nuanced and complicated, and if you don't remember that going into the generalities, It can be really easy to misunderstand the message. Anyway, just food for thought. Been thinking about it and bringing it up a lot lately. So here we are. That said, there is one message I can definitely get behind. And that's Mead's work on cultural relativism, which holds that cultures should be judged on their own terms rather than by the standards created by and upheld by Western white supremacist patriarchal culture. And at the time, it wasn't a common argument that cultures should be judged on their own terms, and that we shouldn't just impose our values on every other culture, pretending like we're some quote-unquote normal baseline to judge everyone else on. But Miss Margaret Mead was out here saying it, boldly and proudly, and in a well-spoken way, and typically in a way that was supported by the science of the time, which I can get behind. But by doing this really important, challenging work, she helped promote that idea of being more tolerant and understanding when we view other cultures. She basically pioneered the American use of cross-cultural research methods. She developed new techniques for collecting and analyzing data from different cultures. And she helped establish that cross-cultural research as a legitimate field of study, which made it possible to compare cultures in a more systematic and a more rigorous way so that we could advance our understanding of human culture rather than just our own. And the real reason I went down the Margaret Mead rabbit hole to begin with was because, in a tale as old as time, I was scrolling Instagram I stumbled upon Healing from Complex PTSD, who posted, Years ago, anthropologist Margaret Mead was asked by a student what she considered to be the first sign of civilization in a culture. The student expected Mead to talk about fish hooks or clay pots or grinding stones. But no, Mead said that the first sign of civilization in an ancient culture was a femur, a thigh bone, that had been broken and then healed. Mead explained that in the animal kingdom, if you break your leg, you die. You can't run from danger, get to the river for a drink, or hunt for food. You are meat for prowling beasts. No animal survives a broken leg long enough for the bone to heal. A broken femur that has healed is evidence that someone has taken time to stay with the person who fell and has bound up the wound, has carried the person to safety, and has tended to the person through recovery, helping someone else through difficulty, is where civilization starts. I found that to be really frickin' beautiful and a reminder that we need community and we need each other, but we also need to be open-minded to other types of community and learn to recognize humanity for what it is. And listen, even if our culture does want us to deny it, humanity's in everyone. And when we start embracing that as a community, then we'd all be a little more quote-unquote civilized. Anyway, I just thought that was beautiful. I really wanted to do some research on her for myself, and I ended up really liking a lot of what she had to say, including this quote, which is highly relevant to today. She said, We need to teach children how to think, not what to think. Which I feel like I want to get printed on a shirt for next time I go to Florida. Anyway, I love y'all so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.